0: Assalamu alaikum, rachmatullahi, wa berkat en welkom goeie naand, weer eens, van die gast vriend Joosef, is die kam van die microfoon, samethe, tot om en bij midderdag, 12 uur van aand, inshallah, woensdag aan, middel van die week, wat beteken, dis nog net twee slaap, wat is dit al weer na week, ei, lekker, so ek sê vir jy, nou, is tyd om terug te sit, lekker te keir, met die karavan, in die aan. It's Wednesday evening, and of course, in the company of your favorite community radio station, The Voice of the Cape, coming to you live, 91.3 FM stereo in the greater metropolitan area, 95.8 FM in the Buland, and uh, audio streaming on www.vocfm.co.uk. ZA. Well, our first portion of this evening's programming is when we're going to have our program Salah the Road to Success with the respected Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams, which will take us up to 10 o'clock. And then after 10, we will be uh, playing your consider requests so you can send your requests and we will tell you when to stop sending them but in the meantime you can send them and the number to send it to 47913 that's the sms line 47913 you tell us who it's from to who it is and which consider it is you'd like us to play and preferably not preferably we actually wanted that you should tell us who the artist or the group is, so that we can source it for you, and then play it for you, inshallah. So, that is what wat do: doen, set for ons die persoon, wat hier dit voor wil gespeel, die persoon van wie het kom, en dan ook, natuurlijk, wat is die Kaseda's naam, en ons wil ook graag weet, wie en ons sal ons best te probeer om het te speel van ons kant af. Ook sal ek vir jy sê, wanneer om op te hou, om te stier wanneer ons genoeg het. Maar vir nou, as I said, our first portion of uh, the programming for uh, Wednesday evening from 9 o'clock is Salah, the road to success with the respected Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. Sheikh Salam alaikum. Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh And how are you this evening? Fine, fine, alhamdulillah <laughs> 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 As I uh, said, of course, we are continuing with our series As-salam, <laughs> the road <laughs> to success, <laughs> inshallah
1: Bismillah <laughs> ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi wa hada wa salatu wa salam nabi ya Rabbi shirah li sadri wa yassid li amri wa hlul uqta tammi lillisani yafqahu qawli Allahumma alimna bima yamfa'una wa anfa'ana bima Alhamdulillah, all thanks and praises due to Allah. salam sala, on our beloved of last week in our, our session, we actually had a we ended off with all the prerequisites that had to be done before the salah. Right. Um, and and we starting officially with the salah as we said in this in this uh, evening. Inshallah. 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 Um, now all those things, that we've dealt with in the prerequisites, such as the cleansing of the body, in all the forms of cleansing, whether it's a physical cleansing or the spiritual cleansing, as we've indicated, hmm. those in thi- things must all be in place. If any of those things is not in place, then unfortunately the salah is of no value. Right. Um, so uh, we've dealt with that, and but similarly the issue of the qibla. And the issue of the waqt. Uh, because it's important for us to know that you cannot perform a salah outside the waqt, neither before the waqt. Yeah. So the waqt must be in for us to be able to know that. And obviously fortunately for us in South Africa, as we have it today, we have um, the adhan going off at so many massages and we also have the fortune process of the radio that actually allows the ma- adhan to be going off in everybody's mm-hmm. homes. Yeah. Yeah. So we probably can know that the waqt is in, that's why the adhan is going in. Right. Um, uh, with with us here in South Africa, or in Cape Town, the Shafi'i people, we have the adhan going us at the beginning of the waqt normally. So may Allah ta'ala grant and barakah. So we don't have a problem with the understanding of the, that, that when it comes to the the waqt. The issue of having to start start with the salah is a matter of in a standing position under the normal situation. Right. So right. that standing has a very Specific formula, but before I go into the standing, I want to make another statement, and I think we've mentioned the statement prior. I just want to recap that statement here: sure. that Salah has got two major components right. in it that a lot of plays importance of in the Holy Qur'an and in the Sunnah. We see that the two major components is a physical component and a spiritual component. And the spiritual component is no less than the physical and the physical is no less than the spiritual. Right. And I think I just want to h- recap for the minds of the people. I use the example of a, a, a fig or a, or a, or a orange mm. and I describe the way it looked as in its form, physical format and the physical shape and the color and the smell. All those the physicalities mm. had one aspect, but the real issue is the thing inside which is the spiritual process of what we call the Salah, the real Salah, which is that khushu that needs to be in the heart and be part of the body, in the mind. That must be it. And so the person must be able to see that when we speak about Salah, we work at seeing that the khushu is of high caliber quality. Mm. You become aware of what you're doing and know what you do. But at the same time, your external process must be matching that. Because for you and me, we judge the thing from the external. We do not know what's in the heart of the person. Mm-hmm. But I'm not asking you to be able to be those people to go and watch other people and see how you can judge others. Rather be the person that judge yourself. You need to understand, you and I need to understand, that our spirituality must be of great caliber and value for the salah. Like Allah says, الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ Which means, psychological and spiritual awareness Understanding what I'm doing and doing it to the best of my process to be able to have a connection with Allah That is what Salah is all about that intimacy that connection that discussion a Relationship between me and my Lord Allah and Allah has given this gift to me as a gift that I need to be able to grow and develop with and I must be able to make value of my own life because of this gift that Allah has given me and so that is from the khushu side but similarly the spiritual the physical side now everything in this physical side has been given to us by our nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he said to us sallu kama raaitumuni usalli see that when you make salah that everything you do is you do it in total in total Submission to Allah in the way you've seen me, your messenger, who've guided you, who've shown you, was your role model, that you do exactly, precisely, 100% you strive to see that you do that, what we say to the best of your ability. May Allah open the path for all of us. Inshallah. So, people, um, this is imperative for us understanding that the things that we are mentioning here is not just by the way. It's, it's Everything is mentioned because this is the precision given to us by our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Who guides us along to be able to see that everybody else, everybody's salah is in that caliber and quality That Allah describes it in mm-hmm. If you want to be able to become pure, to become <laughs> away from the wrongs and the evils and the harmful things in life Then salah has the capacity to do that to us, right? Salah can take us out of the the, the normality of facade and of wrong and of loving wrongful things and, and, and to, to, to just be. So if you do this, salah constantly, uh, accordingly, putting the best in it. May Allah grant us to be of those Shabbat people, inshaAllah. And so we are going to try our best to be able to give to you and share with you what is it and how did our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is your and my role model. To see how did he perform that Salah, then you and I can perform that Salah striving to do the best if, if in our abilities insha'Allah Allahumma amin ya rabbil alameen So people, uh, we look at the Salah and then we say to ourselves There are certain things that needs to be looked at Our environment in the Salah is extremely mm. important Now when I speak about our environment in, in our Salah We find our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa us that or performing salah then after he performed salah he saw that there were certain things in front of him and he removed those things from him yeah. which means we do not stand in front of pictures and and, and wrongful things but similarly so yes the, the the place must be clean must be decent least, uh, appropriate to the fact that i'm making connection with allah wa taala yeah. besides the place my clothing my clothing must be my, my clothing cannot be anything Right. We find in a hadith of the Nabi mm-hmm. Salaam. Salaam, that the Nabi had certain clothing where there were stripes on. Mm. When he was finished with the masala having to perform that salah with those stripes on, he took it off and he said to his wife, Don't ever make, allow me to make salah in this. He says, Because this can only dist- distract and disturb me in my salah, my commitment with Allah. Tala. And people, we do day, today see the way we dress ourselves in salah. As if we have got no meaning to that. Our oh, Nabi has shown us as our role model. How should our clothing be? What then is it possible or permissible for us to make salah with clothing that he has pictures on or wording on that as an effect of a message to others? Mm. Whilst standing in salah, is that decent? Is it human? Is it the way given to us by our messenger? Or are you and I following our own form? May Allah forgive us Inshallah. and guide us to what is righteous and best. In, us. in the clothing of the, the way our Nabī wa indicated clothing, he at one stage saw a Sahabi performing salah, and the 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 the, the clothing he, had he he had on was but tight to his body, and he said to him. That you use that only for one part of covering your body Would be better than having to use it for the full So because now it becomes tighter You've got to use it over the whole body And you can use something else on top or from the other side Example For us today We don't use the same type of clothing as then Then they were using It's what we call the, the, the format of what we call the haram no. Where you have a bottom piece and a top piece Was the norm of the way they lived And that was their covering and the clothing that they had In today's life, we use the top or these things or whatever other but our Nabi has shown it should not be something that is tight to the body. It should not be something tight to the body because it creates distraction and actually you become an uncomfortable process in having to perform your salah in that way. You need to be tidy. It shouldn't be tight and it must be able to cover the body with ease and not difficulty and simplicity. We find the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Having to have a a piece of cloth that he had to cover his body and he used one cloth at times, but he made sure that it, it its its ends came together where he tied it to the to his so, where the, the the soldiers was covered. Right? And he indicated to us we not in a certain hadith of Abu Huraira he indicates to us in Bukhari and nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sallallahu said to us we should not make salah where our soldiers are open which means that you will be decently dressed covered decently in front of your Lord may Allah open the path for inshallah. us inshallah. inshallah I think that covers the process of the place and the clothing such an important factor for us
0: mm. then we come to the stand in our salah our standing in the salah can I ask you just before we go to that one if we can just take a quick commercial break then we continue inshallah <music> We're back with you. The, we, of course, myself and the respected Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams, and uh, the program, Salah, the Road to Success.
1: We managed to come to the point where we speak about the standing in the Salah. Now, um, the standing in the Salah has got more than one aspect that we need to look at. We, we've already spoke about the fact that the standing speaks for us the process of the person must, have, must be in a state of cleansing. And the person must be able to stand facing the table, mm. so that, that that is need to be in place. But you need to be able to recognize how are we standing. We need to stand. Can we stand towards anything? Anything that's not recommended, like for instance, that disturbs your attention, should not be be doing so. And it, it's not recommended for us to be able to stand in uh, direct uh, directly in front of what we call a cover. Q- um, it's not recommended for us that. But the normal standing in the Sarah, standing in and then what is important is at that moment of standing there, the, part must, the person must be mentally, psychologically in place, mm. and spiritually must be able to know what he's doing, that he's connecting with his Lord. That's extremely important, and so it's important that the person needs to look at his heart. What is in my heart? How do I understand? Mm. How do I see myself standing in front of Allah? If I want Allah to accept this high for mine, or am I just doing something to be able to get it done? May mm. Allah to protect all of us. Right? Inshallah. The other point point an important point of, of standing Yusuf is outstanding in these positions, in, in its physical position, is a standing where the person stands with his feet apart. His feet apart, where the feet lands in the distance of from what happens from his one side of the soldier to the other side of the soldier. The side of his soldiers is an actual fact what he looks at his feet apart, which means the feet is not against one another it 's not wide open mm. it 's not wide his feet up completely, neither doesn't he put his feet against one another, but he puts his feet to that extent where he where the one foot is distant from the other foot, mm. very much as what you say if you do the games of uh, um uh, in Martial arts, or what they call uh, uh, like in in, in boxing, mm. they tell you it's important that your standing position you must be totally at ease. Your body, your must body must feel completely at ease when you stand. Right? Now that standing position that they put you there is precisely the standing position given to us by our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi mm-hmm. Wasallam. Mm-hmm. Our feet is being apart where you stand at ease, totally mm-hmm. at ease, in in that standing. and that standing position, your Eyesight should be on the ground in front of you, looking at a point where you probably could make your sujood, right? At that point, that in, as a sense of humility in your physical stand, mm. the, which means you don't stand around having to look around. Your stand must be at, at, at ease in that sense. And then the recommendation of what Allah and His Rasul indicates to us that in actual fact, the person raises his hands, the one hand above the other. Um, he puts his left hand in, on, on, his, on his chest, just beneath the chest, and his right hand above that, right? Mm. This has been shown to us by the Nabi Alaihi mm. Wasallam, who indicated to us the standing. But then, additional to that standing, Bata Yusuf, is the description of the Nabi Alaihi mm. Wasallam, that when a person stands in his salah, mm. that he must be able to be able to create what we call a border in front of him. From where can anybody, you can either take a stick and put it in front of you, you put a mat in front of you, put something in front of you to be able to show this is my periphery or where I work within or make my salah within the position where I'm making salah. If anybody needs to pass me by, mm. they can pass in front of that. On the outside of that. On the outside of that, outside that position, right. not because it is not recommended for anybody to be able to move in between but you and i when we in a position need to be able to mark off where it is now it is not always where we mark off physically Mm. you can also psychologically put into your mind somewhere or in see there's a line there or that is the line so that is where i I, or you put a uh, pillar in front of you or something and you use that as the borders that nobody else moves here We've seen our Nabi Sallallahu (laughs) Alaihi Wasallam indicating to us that when somebody comes and he moves through you, you must actually prevent this person. You must show him, no, he cannot come through. Hmm. Now this law is a normal law of Allah Ta'ala. We all of us must be able to know That when I'm standing I'm standing in Allah Connecting with Allah, so I must Not be able to allow myself And the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi says mm. That if somebody comes and he wants To move past you, and you put Up your hand as a preventative measure To allow the person to know he cannot come through mm. And when the Person wants to, you actually use you put your hand out firmly to let him understand, I cannot move through. You may not move through. Mm. And then the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa carries on in the hadith and says, but if the person tries it a third time and he wants to show he wants to go through, the Nabi says, then use force to be able to keep him away. You can actually put your force in, in your arm and your hand. And when he moves forward, you actually give him a push and he, he move, moves to the side. Right? Um the, the the Arabic usage here is a strong term, but the strength of the term is not a sense of uh, negation or, or, or showing harm or negativity hmm. or show uh, um, negative things in in the issue of Salah. It's actually just to allow yourself the indiv- individual. And allow it to be able to become a norm of everybody that we recognize that the position of my salah, that I must see the secrecy of that space, that way I stand, and I must protect that, uh, that secrecy. It also is an educational process for the person who does not know. If a person is not Muslim, so he doesn't know he just moves through, mm-hmm. you need to be able to make him aware of that and then they shown. Us that. But you're just putting your hand up in front of the person, automatically let him understand that he cannot come through mm-hmm. so he you knows he can move through. But you and I must be able to understand if we do not put a border somewhere, if we don't put some stick in front of us or some book or something in front of us there to show that this is my border that I work within, then unfortunately you cannot blame that person, you've got to blame yourself. Yeah. And this is extremely important for us. Our oh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi yeah. Wasallam has called this sutra. But this is a normal law of everybody. We need to be able to see that it's normal yeah. for us, right? Yeah. So the sutta is sutta is a norm that we need to be able to create. It also is a means of educating the youngster who is not aware of these things that he be, can come aware that he knows that the secrecy, I must not violate it. Because you know what happens to children? They play and they move around. Mm-hmm. But as they grow up, they need to come to realize that there's a, recommi- there's a sense of respecting that 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 secrecy that there is, and that we need to be able to bring in when we apply it onto ourselves Mm -hmm. for the benefit of ourselves and the benefit of others Mm -hmm. in the processes. InshaAllah.
0: Again, Sheikh, I must uh, intervene Just to say, once again, I just need to take a quick break. For Back with you once again with the program, Salah, The Road to Success, with the respected... Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams Yes, Mashallah Bismillah Rahman Rahim Alhamdulillah We've managed to reach to the process of the
1: Sutra and we've given the understanding of what the Sutra needs to happen with the Sutra i say the responsibility that all of us need to be able to get ourselves in Insha'a. and then tayyusuf, we go to the other aspect called the Niyyah. Hmm. The here uh, for the sake of the uh, the understanding what Niya is remember the, the the process of niyyah, we've mentioned this more than once prior in the wudu and, 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 and the, the ghusl and those things. The niyyah for the salah, even though we found that certain scholars goes to the extent to say to us what words we must use, in actual fact there is no position where we see our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa has taught his sahaba any words. Hmm. What comes very clear in the hadith of the Nabi sallallahu mm. alayhi wa he says sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Innamal a'malu bin No matter what act you do, every act must have a niyyat to mm. it. Now when I say must have a niyyat to it, the word innamal al-'amalu bin niyyat, he says to us, every act no matter whether you know or what you don't, don't are you aware or not, there is an intention. But the intention really is not what you say with your mouth, the mm. intention is what you actually have in your heart. Mm. Now, no matter who does what, whenever, there's always a niyyah. There's not something that can be with a niyya, without because that's what the hadith says, Innamal Amalu bin mm-hmm. No matter what act the person is doing, there is an intention. Whether he has made he's, he's put his mind to the what the intention is or not, the intention is there. All that the Nabi sallallahu mm-hmm. alayhi wa sallam Salaam. is doing to us, he says to us That intention of yours, look at it. Take heed of your intention. Mm. Because that intention is the sheer reason for doing what you're doing. Sorry for the words that I'm going to use that now. When you go to the toilet, what are you doing? Mm. You have an intention. Of course. You can't go to the toilet for nothing. Mm. And, and if your intention is to go there for nothing, then that is your intention. My intention is <laughs> to go there for nothing. Yeah,
0: right? yes, of so course. that is your intention. Right, right. This is
1: what it is. Like, there's always an intention. They, which means there's not such a thing that you can do something without an intention. Right, they, right. That, this is what the Hadith says, Innamah verily really know that every act, no matter what the act is, how great and how small, hmm. there is an intention. That which is not within your control, that Allah is not going to call you for. But He says, Innam wa limri You are going to be considered by Allah by your intention, not what we see. Now, the example yeah. I usually use here is the intention that two people go to the shopping center. Right. Both of them go, when they go in, they take the, the shopping basket. But the one takes the shopping basket with the intention, the niyyah is that I am going to buy some groceries. Right. Right, and I'm going to be able to look and see what they. Have. The other one also takes about shopping basket. And push, he pushes the basket, but his intention, or his intention, you and I don't know it, is to walk around the shop and watch other people. Hmm. Right, males and females, and this, that, and the other. Right, and you don't see them, or they put things in, and then they take things out, and they all they do, or they come around in in the not necessarily in the shopping center, but in the in the 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 complex. And walk and see who's coming around in like like the the, the malls that there is today. People coming in there. You think that they're coming to shopping, but they're not coming to shopping. Right. Now, uh, I don't know. I'm saying this. I do not know what the intention is. They know. Hmm. And this is what underbiz says. So when it comes to our intention for salah, our Nabi says, remember, Allah is going to reward you with what your intention is. Mm. If your intention is to be able to make the Salah of Maghrib, which is three rak'at, <coughs> and you say to yourself, I'm going to perform the work of Maghrib now, your t- intention is perfect. Yeah. But you must be able to know that I'm standing in the Qibla, that mm. I have my wudu, that I'm doing this for the sake of Allah, and I wish to be able to reap what Allah has granted me the best as the reward for my Salah, then then your Salah will be perfect. Mm. But if you intend to perform the salah simply because somebody else is making salah no salamak off daddy has for my watch and daddy's gonna see mm-hmm. or somebody else is gonna watch me and see whether they do it then that is my intention. Precisely that. And that is what the Nabi says. So the intention is not the words that you say, Naway to usali, farda salah. That is nothing to do whether you say those words or not. If you want to say those words with the intention to be able to consolidate the heart with that, then there's nothing wrong in saying those yeah. words, right? Yeah. There's nothing wrong but that is not the intention so somebody who says nothing he doesn't say a single word he doesn't say, but he has a pure intention in the heart his intentions is 100% perfect in front of Allah now only him and Allah knows that you mm. and I don't know that
0: right. Right.
1: but the nabi sallallahu mm. alaihi wasallam which is our own model and our teacher did not teach us any words specifically to be able to say when it comes to niyyah mm. for the salah mm. but none of the other ibadat and, and, and we've made it clear, the hadith says, no matter what action you ever will do, nobody will know the intention, only you and no Allah. Not Allah. Not. Allah. May Allah grant us that we purify. Amen. And thus he says, If your intention is to be able to do the hijrah, to be able so that you can actually do it in obedience to Allah and His Messenger, then Allah will grant you that. Which means, no matter what your intention is, if your intention is of that which Allah wants you to do and you do it for the sake of Allah, mm. then Allah grants you that. I just want to use an example that if somebody goes to the shop, and he goes and shop and does shopping. right? Or he takes a broom to clean the room with the intention just to clean the room for the sake of Allah. Uh, or just to clean the room because the room must be clean. Then that is a command, the decency of respect of Allah. Then for that, that is an ibadah in ibadah in front of Allah because his intention is pure. Hmm. But if his intention is to take the broom and to be able to use it for something different or in the, then that will be his intention and Allah will reward him for what his intention is, It's what, what the Nabi mm. sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mm. saying. Salaam. Similarly with Al Sada that which is intention is he will be rewarded by that. When it comes to the person that makes the intention for anything other hmm. He, he claims In fact he, he, We see the act He does the hijrah But he's not doing it for that He wants to go He does the hijrah Because he wants to actually get to a girl Who right. to get married to her Then Nabi says His reward will be that Now mm-hmm. the same with Awsara If you do it for another purpose Other than for the sake of Allah As to what you are supposed to do Or you want to impress other people Na'udhu <inaudible> billah May Allah Then that will be the reward for you And for me by Allah And this niyyah is extremely important People the other aspect of that niyyah Is the fact that We need to be able to keep our minds pure and clean and good and see that we have a heart and thoughts and action that is legal to what Allah in His Rasul wants. Remember, when you and I are standing in front of our Lord, you and I must be able to recognize that we are the slaves of Allah. We are here in submission to Allah because we are the slaves our Lord gives command and we submit. So you cannot be a person who wants to perform the Salah and going to perform the Salah every day, but you have an enmity in your heart for your Muslim brothers. Right. Or you are a person who wants to steal from others and it's norm. Or you, you know very well that you may not do certain things, but you're still going to do it. Hmm. That is not possible for which means your heart is not clean, right. you are not deserving to stand in salah, besides your wudu, which needs to be seen physically and spiritually. The spiritual part of your heart is not to that extent where you can cleanse your own heart yet to be able to stand in that salah. So the possibility for your salah being accepted is a major question, and you will know that by yourselves mm. by what is in your heart, and it's imperative because that plays the role of that,
0: what we call the niyyah. Oh, sure, can I just ask you then also, as you said, that the acceptance of that salah, Mm. would it also be that um, even though the person's intention might be uh, not that uh, pure, Mm. however, the fact that it might be accepted, of course, that is, Allah will decide. That That, that isn't Allah, this is a decision. Right. We do not know. Right. Oh, the only reason for me
1: mentioning this with Yusuf is hmm. to let us understand when we speak about our niya, right. the niya is not words. Right. We must not right. be able to look at the words. We must look at the purity of our heart, our minds, our intention, our, our i'm not speaking of intention in word an intention mm-hmm. of you you see you do it purely want to become a righteous want to be a slave of allah totally my lord is whatever he commands wants for me to live by his standards my salah must be able to give me to live, live to that standard mm-hmm. and that is what must i, I right. must have the wish and desire that makes my knee the purification right. and the quality right. of my knee may allah grant Tayyib, we then come to the other aspect of, uh, and, and uh, if, if I may just repeat again, if a person wants to say nawait to usalli, but whatever, then it's permissible, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, but what I've also heard that sometimes we get people we want to teach them certain things in 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 the niya, and then uh, example, if when I ask the people, uh, tell me. What is the niyyah for the ghusl? The person says, "Nawaitu usalli sunnatul ghusl." Hmm. <laughs> and the word "usalli" in Arabic means "I want to salah." Salah, yeah. So it's nothing to do with, with. If you go into the bathroom with the intention to clean yourself for the sake of Allah because you're you're not clean, then your niyyah is perfect. Right,
0: right. Without having to
1: utter anything. You don't utter a single word when you take the wudu. Right. You say Bismillah, Allahu Akbar, and you start your wudu. Yeah. And your wudu, the niyyah of your wudu is totally perfect.
0: Coming to what you just said, the uh, say. Person saying something, but it doesn't fit in there. How, uh, for want of a better word, yeah. how dangerous is it to say something you do not know the meaning of it, yeah. and it might be out of context?
1: If you say something and it's out of context, and especially if you know not but saw, yeah. Allah is more gentle on that person. Now, my point is here with the niyat suf that. that uh, the gentleness of allah lies within the fact if the person doesn't have the understanding hmm. and he has said a word that f- f- goes out of uh, takes him out of context right. allah will be more gentle because allah knows what is in his heart in totality pure, so the word intention. will not be kept against him right the pure intention the pure intention right. so it's more that that you purify your intention ah, ah. than than a person standing in salah but he has a malice with his brother ah. and he 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 he, he feels that i hate my brother i can't stand I'm your Muslim brother how dare you sometimes you're from your own mother and your own father mm. and you're still standing in salah you you cannot expect that even your niya is perfect mm. we need to understand what niya is is the purification of that heart now that person is greater in sin in front of Allah than a person who makes his salah have said words that he doesn't even know what he has ah. said Allah mm. will not keep that against him if he has said words that are out of context may Allah protect
0: Shukran, that, that, that sounds a so beautiful, chef. Once again, believe it or not, <laughs> I need to ask you for a minute or two. I love it. 21.3 FM stereo. Salah, the road to success with respected Sheikh Ibrahim
1: Abrams. Yes, but of, alhamdulillah, we managed to have been to the niyyah just before this. Alhamdulillah. And we've given the people an understanding and the things that goes with that niyyah. No, no. The next thing that goes with that niyyah, as part of our salah, hmm. is called the Takbiratul Ihram. Now the Takbiratul Ihram is that major takbir when you start your salah. Hmm. Now, that takbir is a necessity in our salah. We cannot without that. And you must make it no matter where you find yourself. Right. It must be done, and it must be done with that niyyah at that same time. It means that mm-hmm. moment you take, pick up your takbir and you make salah, you say, Allahu Akbar, that moment in your heart, you must be able to know that I'm performing my salah, mm-hmm. that, that I'm doing this for the sake of Allah. That takbir is called takbiratul ihram. The word ihram means the takbir of purification of, of 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 a secrecy um that word ihram means means the which you say, which we say um, there is something which is normal and 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 then there is the the section that is um what we say allahumma salli ala salli muhammad what want to use an english word um uh in, in the the, Arab, the arabic words is you're in a hill or in Haram a haram is where you're in a sacred area hmm. you're in a sacred area and the takbiratul ihram is a takbir of that secrecy right now that takes you out of the area of normality okay. which is the hill hmm. which is a no, no, the normal area that is a permissible normal that you can do whatever you can do hmm. that takbir separates you is the is the barrier. Before that you could do anything, right. say and think and whatever, the moment that you say Allahu Akbar, you now take control of your mind, you take control of your action, of everything, mm. Mm. and realize that you're standing in front of Allah, and you said Allahu Akbar, and Allah's in charge of everything, right. He's the greatest, right? That is the words that go with it, the takbir. With the takbir, you actually raise your hands. Mm. This is a sunnah given to us of our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa What must be, do, be done at the moment, i say Allahu Akbar at the beginning with my niyyah, I raise my hands. Now the raising of the hands, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa has shown us and has illustrated to us what must happen. And the scholars put us into place of what uh, the Nabi has done by saying the Nabi did not raise his hands higher than his ear lobes. Okay. His ear lobes, the ear lobe is at the, part at the bottom of the, the ear. The soft part. The soft bottom yeah. part of the ear. The ear the, his, finger, his fingertips did not raise higher than the ear lobes, which means the hand did not go to the top of the ears either. Oh. So that's and the lowest the hands can raise if you want to is when your hand the finger the fingertips raises to the equal to what we call the shoulder okay so to that is the, the, the lowest and the highest you can raise is to the ear lobes mm. So it's not a very big space Between the, my soldier and my ear lobes It's very very short yeah. But that's the distance that I can, can raise my hands right mm. for, eh, for, for the raise as we want to say The, ra- the raising of the hand right. And, right. and we said then when you raise your hand thereafter you put your hands in front of you and When you have your uh, left hand onto the, uh, just uh, beneath the chest And the right hand um, On top of it on top of that, no. as to the hands, as to where the hands is on the body, there is diversity of the onama where that is concerned, mm. and all this is to be found in the Hadith of the nabi sallallahu yes, alaihi so. wasallam. Some of them has got ayah to be able to support that, mm. but all of them is permissible, and we do not need to be fanatical in any of this. Mm. I repeat, Tayyuf, I mean what I say here. We deem, deem we don't deem to be fanatical in wanting to say it must be done this way the hand position the hand position is Mm. all as long as within what has been given to us by our nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam right if you are fanatical it must be done that way Mm. it isn't our nabi has given us if our nabi is the one is the one then who who gives you or me the right to become fanatical in these positions, right if I say this, you'll find certain people being absolutely fanatical mm, with mm, this. Mm. Must probably e- even to the extent when I spoke earlier about the feet that they the, Some of them are so fanatical. The no, no. This is not what is given. Uh, we've given to you what was done by our Nabi, our sure, Prophet sure. who said to us, nobody but nobody, no Sheikh, no Mufti, no Alim, nobody, none of the Auliyah must ever teach you the Salah. And you don't follow them. You don't follow them at all. Unless and until they are in total precision of following the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu 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 Alaihi Wasallam then you take them, Mm. right? Mm. But the objective is you're doing it not because they are doing it, you're doing it because they are doing it in accordance with the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu 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 Alaihi Wasallam who is the only role model, right? Right. To all of us, right? right? Right. May Allah open the path for all of us inshallah. um, So the lowest part of the hands with the hands would be as you can put your hands just above the navel. That's right. the lowest part. Which means just above the navel. Yeah. Which means if you put your hands uh, where it is, just above the navel, you feel that the navel is just at next, next to your hand. Right, Then there's the navel. That's the lowest part of the hand. The hands cannot go lower than that. According to the Hadith, the Nabi Wasallam yeah. did not allow us to put our hands lower, not on the navel, neither beneath the navel. Right, yeah. Just above the navel is the lowest part. The highest from there, you could take it up to any stage, right up to Yusuf to just a bi- uh, above the, the the throat right just above the throat you can be the highest point right, you yeah. can put it, if you want to put it yeah. there right? right um but as i said um th- we must understand the salah is taught by us by the nabi <laughs> expressed in, in in action by the sahaba who was very precise at the way they followed the nabi sallallahu <laughs> so as i said we do follow the nabi sallallahu alaihi wa sallam, and he showed us between the navel and the chest mm. then then we do so and but most of the time the nabi sallallahu alaihi had his hands on the chest, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just at the bottom of the chest, just above the navel. Right, above right, the navel yeah. and just, just at the bottom of the chest. where You can feel your, your chest bone here. where You can feel the chest bone that is just at the the, 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 the top part of your hand, when right. your hands is above one another, right. and the, the, the navel is at the bottom part. Right. From there, this is where you put your hands. That is most of the time with the Nabi, yes. wasalam, and most of the Sahaba taught us, teachers that, showing to us, that at times the Nabi had his hands appear, right? right.
0: On, on, but, on the chest itself.
1: Uh, on the chest itself, but it is not a matter of anybody saying that is the only way. Right. His, our Nabi is the one who guides us, he's given us the broad, broadness of that, and we are not supposed to be fanatical in when we do something. Right. We must try to follow our Nabi to the best of our abilities, inshallah.
0: inshallah.
1: Amen, amen. that brings us to what we call the hand process with the Takbiratul Ikram. We then go to what we call the du'a ul Iftitah. Hmm. The du'a is a, uh, a a du'a that's given to us by Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Mm-hmm. And what, what words we should say the moment we've started our salah, we said mm. Allahu Akbar. There is a du'a that we're supposed to make. Now, that du'a, the objective of that, of that du'a is to be able for you to be able to keep yourself in an in introductory process towards your salah. Mm. you You want to... Can keep connection with Allah and build that strength of your connection to be able to see that when you go into the nitty gritties of the Sarai itself, that, that what you're going to do now must be able to give quality. Right. And here we find the Nabi mm-hmm. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has a variety of du'as that the Nabi has taught us. Mm. The common one we know in Cape Town, Allahu Akbar Kabira. Walhamdu lil Lahi Kathira, Wasubhanallahi Bukrata wa asila inni wajahtu, wajahya lila di fatar sama wati wal art hanifa Muslimawama anamin al Mushrikeen in Nasalati Wanusiki wa Hayaya Wam mati lillahi alamin la sharika lahu, wabi dalika umirtu, wa anamin al Muslimin. The those are of the common duas that they is. This is one of the common one duas that we no, this is the ones that we know commonly. There is is a tanje nabiy sallallahu alayhi wasallam said ya hayyu ya qayyum these are the times the Nabi sallallahu Alaihi wasallam uh uh words of this nature um Allahumma salli ala sayidina muhammadin wa ala um one one of the common duas common common adhkar we make uh Allahumma salli ala sayidina muhammadin wa ala inna because of words of, 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 of where you connect with Allah and begging Allah asking Allah for for example, one of them is with the Nabi Sallallahu mm-hmm. Alaihi Wa sallam says, Oh Allah um pardon me for my wrong and, and purify my standing in front of you. Hmm. Oh Allah, purify the standing for me today and forever when, until the moment I stand in front of you when I meet you personally. Subhanak. These are the words where the Nabi Sallallahu mm-hmm. Alaihi Wasallam has said. Um, uh, such as the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said okay. Oh Allah pardon me for my f- my sins and my faults and my errors mm. I stand here in humility in front of you, O Allah Yet I am a weakling full of, full of sin of weaknesses mm. I beg you, remove from me my weaknesses Before I get into the connection with you personally Which means, it's all means of purification of that now the use of even that du'a al-iftitah You can actually use words of your own right. In a language of your own It doesn't need to be in Arabic Again, it's purification that you set for yourself To be able to see that you qualify your salah One of them is the words of the Nabi sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allahumma mm-hmm. ba'id bayni wa bayna khatayaya al maghrib One portion of his du'a Oh Allah, separate me from my sin, my weakness, my faults, my errors, my, my weaknesses. Oh Allah, separate me from that. The way you separate the East from the West. Hmm. Meaning, meaning, all means of ways for, for giving quality to what I need to become right so that when i at the moment i going to get connection with you in the salah i actually bring quality in the value of that salah mm. because thereafter we get to what we call the the, the real issues of the salah right and that the dua ul iftitah is only introductory to the process um, if we listen to the dua ul iftitah that we are commonly uses mm. we say allahu akbar kabira now i need to be able to say here that is the takbiratul ihram is not the takbir that I say in the du'a ul-iftitah. So I need to say Allahu Akbar and then start the du'a al iftitah and then say Allahu Akbar kabira. Right? Some people say Allahu Akbar kabira walhamdulillahi kathira. That is not the appropriate process mm-hmm. because it is a fard, the one and the other one is a sunnah. No. The fard when you say Allahu Akbar and you separate it in totality because it's a necessity, mm-hmm. you cannot without mm-hmm. And you say that Allahu Akbar, then you say Allahu Akbar Kabira, and having to make the du'a ul mm. iftita'h, where you say Oh Allah, you are the greatest. Yeah. Allahu Akbar Kabira, Oh Allah, you are great. Mm. In what, what what greatest is, Allah, well, you are greater than that. <speaking in> Walhamdulillahi <Hebrew> Kathira, that all thanks and praise belong to thee alone. Right? In in its masses, in its total, for whatever there is that we need to thank for, you deserve it alone. Alhamdulillah Kathira, wa Subhanallah Bukrataw wa Asila, um, glory belong to you night and day, forever. Meaning continuously and forever. Glory be inni I turn my face unto Thee, O Allah Taala, the One who has created the seven heavens and the earth. Whether I know them. I mean, you. I, I turn to you, my Lord. Inni right? in total submission to the oh Allah in doing everything that is pure in its most humblest manner mm. as I probably can. Hanifan Muslima wa al mushikeen, and I do not ever wish to be able to oppose you, my lord, mm. or to be able to create somebody else besides you to be my Lord, right? Whatever I do, my life, my death, and everything that my offering that I make and, and, and whatever I do in and, yeah, and my Salah as well is for your sake. Salati wa 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 only for you Allah lillahi la sharika lahu wa bi umirtu i do not make shirk with you i do not call anybody else on partners i will not worship you and worship anything other i'll be mm-hmm. worshipping you and you alone hanifa Muslima wa an min nas wahya ya mumati lillahi rabb la sharika lahu an debba am commanded to do that and I am of those people who submit myself to your cause of oh Allah. May Allah accept from all of us inshallah. That brings to us the understanding of as my du- as a means to be able to allow that introductory process. Hmm. I can add, I can probably speak to Allah more if I feel it. It all depends on what I want to say. If I just want to say to Allah, oh, I'm, I'm a weakling, I have many faults and errors. Oh, Allah, I want to knock at your door. or oh, Allah, open your door for me. Or oh, Allah, for, don't close your door because of my weakness or because mm. of my shortcomings. Oh, Allah, I am a sinner in front of you. I'm coming to get to you near. I'm going to get near to you. Whatever. You can speak to Allah you know, as an introductory words to mm. get to Allah for whatever you want to make the value and the quality mm. of your salah.
0: And understanding then, uh, Shaykh as you're saying, it's a dua. It's somebody is du- called
1: a dua ul iftitah. Yes, the, du- the introductory dua that you make, you speak to Allah. Ta'ala. Right. Now, remember, dua is communicate. You're communicating with Allah no. prior to having to start off with the first step in salah. What no. no. is the first step of the, the uniyah that you've made? Supposed to get to Surah Al Fatiha, right. which
0: we are going to do immediately after this. Inshallah, that Inshallah. happens in our next session. Inshallah. 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 So to conclude, yes. so when we look at. Uh, if I, if I don't uh, have those words, that you were saying that a person can make any dua, anything that you feel in your heart, before you start the process of Salah. But in the words
1: of the Nabi Sallallahu Wasallam, he said to us that um, a person will be rewarded for the how much he understands of his Salah. Ah. So so he would prefer for us to speak from our hearts right because when you speak to allah in koza you will not know what you are saying right. <laughs> 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 Most vitae but saying what it's in because it could be my by free language, yeah. no 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 is saying so my same. By the way. Yeah, no say no no but there's nothing in my heart, there's right. nothing in my brain that's not but ik moment ik kom na ID blow van uh, uh. Ons, I see something. Ik see the blow of it van on the Because it's words that I understand And this is what our Nabi Salsama has Encourage the Ummah For you and everybody else That when you make Salah Try to understand everything Or if you don't understand Try to speak from within Mm. From there Mm. And it's not recommended for us to not know something Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever If you didn't understand it yesterday It's understood it's not no sin against you. But if imagine ten years goes by and right. see So this is what what the Nabi has said is that Allah gives you more value and more reward for your Salah where you understand what you're doing. Hmm. right? Hmm. So Allah encourages us and our Nabi encourages us to be able to develop no matter who you are, no matter if you are 99 hmm. years
0: old, to develop with your quality of your Salah so inshallah. that Allah can like grant us more Amin. greater rewards in China. InshaAllah. Yeah. Wonderful and uh, a wonderful way to end this evening's uh, program. Qabla. Alhamdulillah. Shukran very much. Really from the bottom of our heart. Allahumma this khas. evening was yet again Wonderful to be present in this class of yours. Inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide and protect you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you all the خير and barak and all the wisdom to continue to be a leader in our community. Allah may Allah open the path for all of us. Amen, amen, inshallah, amen. Shukran, Shaykh, until we speak again in that uh, next week, inshallah. السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته عفوا وعليكم السلام الله وبركاته